the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Intelligent. Conservative. The answer. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, 5'2", and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. It's Friday night. Indeedy, it is Friday night, hour two of the Andrea K. Show. I'm <laughs> starting to get that Friday night punchy feeling, you know, after, after a long week. So glad to be here with you guys. Actually, you certainly do my heart good. I know you have a lot of options on where you get your information and your talk. And I just love spending this time with you guys. 888-344-1170 if there's anything you want to weigh in. We already talked last hour about the Kevin McCarthy uh, audio tape, the, the the leaking of his conversation with Liz Cheney, which he did, in fact, asked Trump uh, to resign or he pr- pledged to ask Trump to re- resign and, and discuss the t- invoking the 25th Amendment with Liz Cheney. And then we also talked about uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene and them trying to remove her from office. And then we had uh, our weekly update from Bob Walters as to what's happening in the schools and the continued indoctrination. But there was some good news going on with that, right? Because there are places across this country, in addition to our superhero DeSantis, where people are pushing back and regaining ground back from these lefties that are seeking to destroy the fabric of this nation by destroying the minds of little children. So we always got to take a win and be grateful for it when we got it. But of course, we got another hour of great topics for you guys here. Um, Before I go any further, I got to bring in this man, DJ Potato Skins. And only the very courageous will be able to keep alive the spirit of individualism and dissent, which gave birth to this nation. DJ DJ I was just telling AK off the air during the break, and we've known each other and worked together for quite some time, but officially Monday through Friday here on the Andrea K Show, a month from Monday, we will be doing this gig for two years. Two years together. Crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. Um, you know, we managed to do it where, you know, I'm his work wife. He's my work husband. We've, <laughs> we've managed to do it without ending up in a courtroom like Johnny Depp and, and exactly, what's her name? Right? Amber Heard. Is that her name is? <laughs> that story is crazy, it's a crazy trial. by the way. So no wonder I had a giggle fest about it last night with this crazy Amber Heard woman. But on a serious tip, um, you know, there, you know, we, I've actually done segments. Narcissistic personality disorder has become a real problem in this country and i actually had segments on it uh, a while back uh, you know there's a there's a site called estimology.com that has it does a great job in education educating people on what it is and but it is while it is primarily men uh, there are women there are and i think that's a case of what at least it appears to be of what of what went down in that's that marriage and so I don't know if you have been affected by narciss- narcissistic personality disorder, narcissistic abuse, 
in particular, the been on the receiving end of narcissistic rage. I know well all the different signs now. I've been educated on uh, narcissist in uh, all the different tactics. It's not fun. And, I've it's, been it it's myself. not. It's not. And I and I don't think we spend enough time as a, as a nation. And you know, we did. We talked to Bob Walters last hour about our schools. We we should be doing more to to educate our citizens as to different mental health disorders. Oh, I agree. Mental right? health is it should be uh, a top priority. Yeah, because you think about the generational abuse that happens and abuse of children and abuse in marriages that you know it's it's certainly an issue in this country um speaking of mental issues we got to talk about uh the commander in chief <laughs> last hour i you know one of the things i pointed out last hour we were talking about kevin mccarthy in that audio tape with liz cheney everybody's focused on the fact that he lied said he didn't have this conversation when he did or people are talking about the fact that he pledged to go and ask Trump to resign. Very few are talking about the fact that it was really the heart of the conversation had to do with the 25th Amendment. Uh, it'll pass the House. Do you think it'll pass the Senate? Do you think it'll go through before he leaves office? What happens if he's gone from office? Do you think that will get him to resign? All about using the 25th Amendment. But at no point has Kevin McCarthy, the Republican Party, anybody had a conversation with the Democrats about invoking the 25th Amendment against the dude who needs it invoked upon him. We got a couple of clips um, that I think display why we need a serious conversation. They're both, bad. They're both bad. Let's start with clip three. We saw new standards. We set new standards. We slashed methane and brought over 100 nations together when I was at the at, 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 at the <laughs> big meeting we had in Europe. 100 nations around the globe. It's funny, but it's so sad. That's our commander in chief. Well, I want to make sure people know that you didn't do anything funny with the no, with the no te- editing there. There was no editing. You didn't make him we go. We saw ed- new standards. We set new standards. We slashed methane and brought over one hundred nations together. When I was at the at 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 at, 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 at the <laughs> big meeting we had in Europe, hundred nations around the globe. That's real. That really happened. Do you remember when Trump, when they wanted to invoke the 25th Amendment of him, when he when he tripped? I, or No, he was walking slowly coming down Air Force One, stairs yeah. of Air Force One at one point. Is he, it, it, what is, what's going on with his health? Oh my gosh. I, you know, I, and then somebody reminded me the other day that Ronald Reagan at one point back, um, he lost his train of thought at one point and because it, it, it happens. I mean, it happens to me. It, it happens to everybody every day, sure. right? Especially if, if you're um, doing media or if you're at the microphone, you could lose your train of thought. But this man can't get through any speech without struggling. He literally, the reason why the, the handler dressed up as the Easter Bunny had to come and, and handle him at the, at the was because he started rambling about Afghanistan and Ukraine. It was like, oh. You know, he literally cannot get past about 10 seconds. Um, We got another clip here from you um, uh, talking about this ain't your daddy's Republican Party. You talk about, you know, a couple there's only two senators occasionally don't vote with me. That's right, right? (laughs) Literally 48. They talk about the split in the Democratic Party. There's virtually no split in the Democratic Party. We just happen to have 50 presidents. That, you know, you have 50 senators and 50 Democrats, 50 Republicans. I mean, anyone can change the dynamic, right? But all kidding aside, 48 percent of my Democratic colleagues in the Senate vote with me 94 percent of the time. So it's not like we have a split, but we don't have we have virtually no Republicans. There's some We get up to as many as seven or eight will vote. This ain't your father's Republican Party. Not not a joke. 
All you got to do is look what is being played on, played the, 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 this morning about the tape that was released anyway. You know, but all, all kidding aside, this is a MAGA party now. It's, you know, you got the, the senator from Texas and others. He, these, these guys are a different breed of cat. They're not like what I served with for so many years. And the people who know better are afraid to act correctly because they know they'll be primary. Andrea, can you decipher what he said? Because uh, I, it's a bunch of hooey. It's, it's it, crazy. It's it's a, a really horrible word salad from a man that this is this is a perfect example of why Saturday Night Live did, did a skit about him. I mean, this That's is spot on with that. It, absolutely spot on. And, you know, he, he talks about. Um, you know, they're not like who I served with so many years. That's right. You served with uh, the head of the Klan, right? Hillary Clinton's mentor, Robert Byrd. Yeah, that's who you served with, you racist. You know, we need to find that clip of him where he's talking about, you can't go into a Seven Eleven, man, without hearing an Indian accent. Hey, that Barack Obama, you know, he... He's pretty articulate. He's clean and articulate for a black eye. That's the kind of crap this man has said. He's a racist. And, and and he's right about one thing. This is not our father's Republican Party, um, uh, the Republican Party of the past. But the Democrat Party, the Republican Party now is is um, what the Democrat Party used to be. Right. Yes. JFK right now would be considered a far right extremist. He'd be on he'd be on the oh, watch I've been list. saying that for a while. Yeah, he would be. He'd, he'd be on Merrick Garland's domestic terror watch list. Right. And the Democrats today are not even hiding the fact that they're communist. They're not even hiding. No, they're embracing it. it. Yeah. They're not even hiding the fact that, quite frankly, they're racist, which is what CRT is all about. Trying to get everybody, including kids, to, you know, deny, uh, you know, who, who they are and to accept responsibility for the evils done in the past and, and to declare that something's wrong with us because of our skin color. Um, but but he's also wrong about one thing. This is not a MAGA party. The Republican Party is not the party of America first. Or we would not have the invasion we've got going on in the southern border right now because during the Trump presidency, they would have secured it. Right. We would not have 30 trillion dollars of debt if we were really America first. And some of that's Trump's fault that our that the government grew and our debt grew. If this was if this was the America first party, we would have a complete moratorium on on any immigration, anybody coming here legally or otherwise, because we are 30 trillion dollars in debt. Yeah, I know we've already been there last hour, but Trump trusted the wrong people. He did. Um, if this was if this was America first, which was, you know, MAGA, make America great again, we wouldn't have school districts putting five-year-olds on, on puberty blockers behind parents' back. That's not America. For, that's not MAGA. Make America Great Again was about returning this country back to its roots and its foundations, which was about Judeo-Christian principles and values. It was about... Um, it, it was about limited government, individual liberty, individual freedom. There, there's nothing MAGA about mask mandates and shot mandates. There's nothing MAGA about that. Nothing American about it. Nothing American about that. Absolutely not. And there's nothing American about social credit scores in which you are an, a put in a, a digital footprint. And your life is put in digital form and your ability to purchase goods, your abilities to maneuver in society, your access to money. How how what what your money costs you is all based upon whether or not you're considered in good standing with the state. And that's something that's been going on in China for a while. Start, we started to see a little bit of that play out in Canada during the truckers rally in which the government there seized people's financial accounts because they didn't like their opinions. They didn't like their behavior. 
And we've been warning here on the Andrea K Show. I was one of the first shows to start ta- start talking about ESG scores, which is is about corporations. That's been going on for a while with Moody's uh, rating companies on where they stand on the environment, social justice, and governance. I'll flat out ask you, and I know we're going to get deep into this next segment, Andrea, but do you think, I, I, I know it's going to be tried here. Do you think with the right people and the right pushback, it can be stopped? Um, that's a good question. What do you guys think? 888-344-1170. We've got it. We're going to tell you there's a country in um, Western civilization, part of the Western world, that's adopting that very system of social credits. And we're going to talk about it when we come back. I want to hear from you guys. What can we do to stop it? 888-344-1170. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Andrea K. Telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to The Andrea K. Show, 888-344-1170. I almost lost my train of thought there because uh, during the break I was on Insta, as I usually am, <laughs> looking for food. I told you before, Skins, that I was loving these uh, dark chocolate coconut brownies. Good. Might have to make those. Um, but just now, I, I actually came across accidentally um, a, a little video quickly that popped up uh, showing Angelina Jolie and her daughter. And I was I was thinking, oh, it's like, oh, what a beautiful young lady. And she just looks so poised in this beautiful dress. And then I realized that that was the daughter that supposedly wanted to to be a boy. And when that daughter was young... Um, they let her dress in boy clothes and there was even talk about the fact that, you know, their, their girl wanted to be a boy and you know what they handled it apparently just like my parents did, didn't shame her, let her her go through it, let her go through it, wear whatever boyish clothes she wanted to wear. Um, they did not change her name. There were reports though that, um, she, that they, they might've used a boy name inside the house, but they didn't make any legal changes to it. And now she's gone through puberty and looks almost exactly like Angelina Jolie when she was a teenager. She's drop dead gorgeous and just looks absolutely stunning. And, you know, to me, it's an example of, of you can still handle it that way in this, in this day and age and, and show, you know, um, love your child, love them through it and give them an opportunity to grow and be who they were meant to be. She just looks like a beautiful little caterpillar that's turned into a butterfly definitely feel good story yeah absolutely yeah and i kind of needed a minute to do a feel good before i get into this social credit apps you know was it night before last i can't remember when we had patrick wood on he's um our technocracy guy that we love so much and we were talking about how um they yeah had him on wednesday yeah had him on wednesday and uh, there is a technology company called Purist, I think it was. It's coming out with a chip to be implanted in your hand just to make it easier for you when you go through the checkout, right? So convenient. Yeah, how convenient. That is not what any of this has been about. We have been talking about the technocracy movement and how it's a part of the Great Reset, how it's a part of the New World Order and the World Economic Forum's plan to and it's also biblical prophecy that we are all supposed and, and they tried to get this completely done through the covid they really thought that that through the shots that they would end up getting us onto all into a digital system to where all of our financial records and our medical records would be in this digital platform and then the next step of that would be to include social credit scores in that right 
Um, I they were not able to because we're still not there yet as an American culture. To that's where- why I asked before the break. Do you think that there's a way? Is there somebody that could stand up? Uh, do we stand up together? And can we push back on this? I think we can, but we all have to be talking about it. We all have to understand that typically what tends to happen on a lot of shows is there'll be a conversation about masks and shot mandates over here. Then there'll be a conversation about this aspect over here, crypto. They're trying to get us to do digital currency. Then there'll be a conversation over here about ESG scores, maybe, or about social justice warrior, diversity, equity, inclusion in the work place and most people are not connecting the dots on all of that in terms of how are those stories all connected and what's the end game with that and I and and I don't hear that enough and in in our in in our conversation yeah, look at the big picture here. you got yeah you got to look at the big picture it's all connected it's all about the end game is to have us as part of one world government under the World Economic Forum's idea for us, which is you'll own nothing and be happy. We all have to, what is all this cancel culture about and shutting down opposition voices on big tech? It's all about you, all of us being, and we saw this play out with COVID. It's all about us having to um, share the same, we're all in this together and the virtue signaling and the submission, all of our bodies and we all are, um, there's no individual anymore, right? Uh, everybody could, everybody, whether or not you had an equal chance of dying of it, you all had to submit yourselves, uh, to this one ideology. And then, um, the, the push for digital currency, um, and then we already have the beginnings of the social credit score. So, so the end of this is you've got everything that I already just described there and they want us on this digital footprint. And then once we're all in the digital footprint, our identities are on there. Our medical records are on there. Everything. Our, yeah, our social lives are on there. Then we're going to be rated according to how we perform our, our lives according to what the government expects of us. We'll be rewarded to according to how we behave and we'll be punished according to how we behave. And China's been doing this for a while. You can see videos of student college students going up to vending machines and showing their digital footprint and then they're scanned and then they're told whether or not, you know, um, where, where they stand in terms of their behaviors and whether or not they're going to be able to access their money. And so far, we've kind of been pieced out on this digital platform, this digital thing, this social credit score system. And nobody nobody in Western culture has admitted that's where we're going. We saw it play out in Canada where um, it is a part of the social credit score system when you can have a governor um, go say, well, I'm not going to allow money that was raised for GoFundMe to go to these particular people over here because we don't like what their opinion is. It's not his money. But that's what this movement's I know, about, right? No, I agree. And so, and, oh, yes. and and so, when we went to these, we we conservatives put money into these systems, right? Well, now the government's able to. This is a part of our money going going digital, right? This is a part we. So we've we've set the stage for them to do um, what Italy and, and I've been burying the lead, I guess, for a while. Um, Italy has now come out with a social credit score app. Right. Which puts together all the foundations that have been laid. We have allowed ourselves to have our money be be put into the digital marketplace. 
Um, we've, uh, you know, we've seen Canada, how they've abused that system. We have allowed many Americans allowed their lives and their medical records to be put into a digital marketplace, i.e. the shot mandates, right? We've known for a while that our lives were being scrutinized and subject to scrutiny by including the Biden administration where they already said, we're going to uh, hire companies that are going to pretend that there's somebody else to delve into your social media accounts and see what you're about and compile that data. But Andrea, uh, I read this story and it's voluntary. You don't have to do it. Right. Well, this is the next step of it. So we, I, I, before we get to that, what I was trying to say is we've, we, we've already got the pieces of what Italy's doing in place. So now what Italy has done is they've made it official that they're launching the first ever European Union uh, social credit score system. And it's going to be through an app. And you can, uh, it's voluntary for now, but that's how it always works is these things are voluntary and you've got a chance to opt out. Um, the way it's going to work is um, there. it's a smart citizen wallet that can receive digital points based on whether a citizen has demonstrated, quote, virtuous behavior. And residents can then use these digital points for discounts and to make various purchases. Um, some of the things that are considered virtuous behavior is uh, actions related to one's carbon impact. Uh, quote, the citizen will receive benefits if he recycles, if he uses public transport, if he manages his energy consumption well, if he does not receive sanctions from the municipal authority. This is why it mattered when I said, no, fifth, don't go along with 15 days to flatten the curve. This is why it mattered. Now, why would those two be related? Because it was about controlling our lives. This is about telling you when you can leave your home, right? These 15 days to flatten the curve was about controlling our lives, controlling our behavior. Do you see where those two were related? If we would be willing to put a mask on, if we would be willing to say, yes, you can take my job away from me. You can shut my business down. You can tell me when I'm allowed to leave my home. That was a trial run. That was a trial run. And you know what? We failed. During that COVID time, that's when they were, oh, no cash purchases. Oh, we've got a coin shortage. They've been laying this out for us now for a while. Why do you think they want $7 a gallon of gas? Why do you think Joe Biden removed the Keystone Pipeline? Because they want to force us into their society and they're, they're going to reward us or punish us on how well we perform. Remember all the virtue signaling? Remember how they were dragging people out of stores and arresting them for not wearing a mask? I've been talking about this for a while. Businesses have already been following this ESG scores. This is why you. Th- this is why the businesses pulled out of Atlanta when the when the oh, for the All Star game for the All Star game. I said, you know why these corporations are pulling out? Because they're more worried about following the ESG scores and what that's going to mean for them and their ability to borrow money than they are worried about whether or not somebody's going to get mad at Delta Airlines because they pulled out of the game. Social credit scores. And and they've even admitted here that this is about controlling behavior. We want citizens to understand they are not losers, but that their behavior is rewarded. But quite frankly, the stage was set for this many years ago. Isn't this what our tax policies are based on? It's about controlling us, our behavior, rewarding good behavior. You You get a better tax credit if you've got kids or if you're married, right? How many hoops will you jump through? That that's all. What all of this has been about. The masks are, you know, if you were wearing a mask, you were a good citizen. They even wanted American citizens to rat out and report on other citizens. 
You were a good citizen if you were willing to get the shot, whether or not you questioned it. And if you weren't willing to get the shot, you were you were punished for it and you lost your job. Biden even said he's getting real tired of us. Yeah, exactly. Fauci said recently in an interview, the lockdowns were about getting people to get the shot. And the shots were about control. It was never about stopping you from getting in and giving it. It was about getting you, pushing you towards submitting your entire lives and every aspect of your life under government control and under the technocracy. The end game that I've talked about, too, is not even just these social credit score apps that have to do with um, your social credit scores. But really, if you really think about what the end game is, it's these smart cities. There's a reason why Bill Gates has bought up all the farmland, right? There's a reason why during COVID they wanted, they shut down all the small mom and pops, but, but Amazon, a small mom and pop, small mom and pop couldn't have employees, but Amazon could have hundreds of workers roaming around. Most mom and pops didn't survive. No, they didn't. They didn't. Smart cities are where it's at down the road. They want a little little communities set up to where you're not driving a car. You don't own anything. The food is provided by uh, Bill Gates and his farmland. Your products are provided by Amazon, right? All your medical care is there with the government deciding what you're allowed, what medicine you're allowed and what you're not. And you're going to go into the grocery store. And if you're and, and then when it comes time to the checkout, you're going to go up to the checkout and you're going to show your your digital footprint and they're going to decide whether or not your behavior has been good enough to allow you to get food and if it hasn't oh i'm sorry you can't access your money that's right so everything that's been going on is leading to this right now and so to answer your question how do we fight back against it by connecting dots by becoming aware by by understanding that this was never virtuous, and this is why we take issue with with Trump pushing these shots because he's he's not understanding the end game here. Even if you even if you believe that the shots were good, the way they were rolled out was all about tyranny. It was never about your health. We got to connect the dots. We got to start speaking about what the what the dots are about. We got to educating people like they're not doing in schools that this is the precursor for the mark of the beast. And this is one of the reasons why they had to take remove uh, repla- remove God from from society decades ago in order to lay the foundation for replacing God with state because this is about the state being God over you is your behavior virtuous are you going to be rewarded by the state yeah, if you're not taking the knee yeah you're not going to be able to access what you need to live your life this is literally the state being God in your lives. And this is why I was so concerned with churches were succumbing to the state with these non-scientific, you could congregate in a Walmart, but not a church. There was nothing about that that was biblical in, in terms of submitting to that. Nothing. Everything that has been going on for the past few years has led to replacement of God with state and us bowing to God, uh, to the state as our God. And are the state deciding what is virtuous? The same state, by the way, that's pushing for more and more infanticide. I'm past the point of a break. Hey, I got a question for you guys in San Diego. Have y'all been on the I-5? What are these orange stripes about? Do y'all know? Give me a call. Let me know. 888-344-1170. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170, The Answer, San Diego. Bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. 
Hey, Andrea, this is Zach calling from an undisclosed location in the Midwest. I just wanted to let you know that I would love uh, if they instituted a chip in the hand for contactless payments. Um, I'd be the first one to sign up for it. And in fact, I'd be the first one to uh, seek out the guy who created it and shake his hand. And by doing so with my virus, uh, I would drain his entire bank account before I uh, ran off laughing all the way to the bank. Love you, Andrea. Bye. <laughs> That's an idea. Hey, you know what? Why fight it? Join it, right? And, and make some bank, turn it into some bank. Not a bad idea. <laughs> At least you got a laugh out of me because I've been having a donkey day today. Um, speaking of donkey days, who know? Did y'all know? Nobody called in. I guess nobody knows what these orange stripes are on the freeway. On I did iPhone. not until we discovered it earlier. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, they're different looking, I guess, depending on if you're in the northbound or the southbound. But what they are is they're supposed to alert you that you're coming to a construction zone. But... This is so typical government. It's so stupid. You've got a stripe down there that nobody knows what the stripe's for. So now you're going to have people looking out. Instead of paying attention to where they're driving, they're going to be looking down going, what the stink is these orange stripes for? What's the and, point, what's the and point and of the it? the trucks on the side of the road didn't give you a clue already. Right. Just put a sign up that says you're entering a construction zone like we always do. And that, that tells years. people. Right. How much money is being wasted on this crap that's only going to make people lose their, instead of looking around at the cars, they're going to be looking at what are these stripes on the ground and why orange? This is so dumb. I get, oh, orange is like for orange cones. This is so stupid. It just takes distracted driving and just amplifies it. Well, right. Um, you know, somebody had said that this is a way for them to make money. I, well, I guess I guess it would make money if... Supposedly, it's going to make you aware that you're coming into a construction zone, even though there's no way for you to know that that's what these things mean. The idea is that you're going to slow down. I don't know. You're going to. I'm not really sure how it would make the the city more money because I'm not sure how it's going to create anybody speeding up. Or and what about which, at night? Getting it to be like lit up because otherwise, I don't think you're going to see the orange. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not really sure what the goal of this is. I mean, typically the goal is money of anything that they do. Um, but if it's not a way for them to make money, it's a way for them to spend money, right? Because well, they that's, know how to do that. They know how to do that. That's all they seem to care about. Another head scratcher, though, is this weird trend of food processing plant fires across the United States. You know, I am never one to jump on a conspiracy, I will tell you. Back when people were pushing out crisis actors from um, the school in, in Connecticut, Sandy Hook. You know, I never, I always like to to get more information. I'm not one to really jump on a conspiracy, but... Uh, when you when you look and see that fifteen plants, fifty sixteen fires. That's significant. Yeah, and it's and it's odd because the, uh, this is according to um, similar words. This is uh, Tim Young put this article out, and uh, uh, he is Tim runs his mouth as his Twitter feed. He's absolutely hilarious, but he's also dead on and actually does a really good job. He's got a show called Tim Cast. He's been on the show before. Memo to me, we need to invite him back on. Here's how how he lays out what's been going on. And he just calls it a strange trend. We're not here to say that at the same time that they're threatening food shortages and you better go out and, and start stocking up that they're manufacturing that. But we know that the government, you cannot put it outside the government to manufacture a crisis so that they can then, because that's really what what the Democrats in particular do. They manufacture a crisis so and they then can give you the solution. So they can give you the solution, which is typically more government control, right? I don't know that that's what's happened here, but let me tell you about this weird trend. 
Um, there's been an outbreak of fires in processing facilities in, in, in the last six months at the same time that food pricing uh, is soaring. Um, uh, the fires began showing up regularly after uh, in the news after a fire closed to Tyson Foods meat processing plant in Kansas. And don't be bagging on Tyson because they make a really good frozen fried chicken strip. Okay, that's I, good to know. I know the history in Arkansas from my family, people down in Arkansas, but Tyson makes a good fried chicken strip. Anyway, uh, the that location was a primary beef processing location. Okay, no threat to my chicken strips there, um, but it was a main primary beef processing location for the company. And providing 6% of all U.S. beef. That's a lot. That's a lot. And we know that the left hates the beef, right? The, the beef, the, the cows. The beef are, must go. The beef must go. They want us to be eating manufactured, uh, pl- um, chemically manufactured meat um, because um, cows supposedly are the problem to climate change. In fact, who Actually, was the it? whole reason why we got the second hour is because they attacked my beef and I just couldn't take it. We need more time to defend the cattle. <laughs> but I think it was Bill Gates who just said recently, uh, rich nations should switch to chemical, yeah. uh, chemically related beef. Now, these are the same people that think that, you know, they're anti-GMO and the same th- people that are trying to tell you whether or not you should, you should, uh, eat hydrogenated oil or drink a big gulp, right? But they're all about, you know, chemically processed meat. Um, after that fire, though, analysts began speculating that the impact could drive up market prices for meat, which would make you buy less meat, right? Dan Norcini, part of the beef and poultry trading market, said that the cattle market would likely respond negatively to the news of the fire. Just days later, the Petak meat um, processing facility burned near Atlanta. That was a family-owned business beloved by the local community, but its projects products were purchased nationwide. Um, in September, a fire at JBS USA, which is a um, processing facility in, in Nebraska, threatened the meat supply by the entire nation. That plant processes about 5% of the nation's beef. Uh, that trend has continued. In February, Shearer's food processing plant in Oregon burned down, leaving two employees injured. On April 13th, Taylor Farms food processing plant in Salinas... Uh, burned and prompted evacuations on uh, April 19. The headquarters of Azure Standard Food Processing burned down. Um, uh, this is just seems a little too too to be a coincidence. That's what I was saying. And then now, is there a common thread about how these facilities are being burned down? No, there's really not. There's not the the common theme is that food processing, particularly meat processing plants across the country, are being torched. Being torched. Now, these have been happening so recently that the, that whatever investigations might be taking place by the, the fire, uh, local fire authorities, whether or not it's arson or whatever, you know, that remains to be seen. It's, th- it's a lot of plants in a short period of time. Yeah, it really is. At a time where we're already paying $7 a gallon of gas. Look, you know, whether or not we know Rahm Emanuel said, let no crisis go to waste. So whether or not they manufactured the crisis or not, we know they manufactured the energy crisis. They, they you know, waged a war, Joe Biden did, on energy prices, which affected the prices of everything else um, by shutting down Keystone Pipeline. Um, we know that, that the, his war on energy prices at the same time by removing sanctions against Russia has caused inflation to, to skyrocket and we know that as gas prices go up so do our utility prices and so do the prices for everything else and then their solution is go buy an electric vehicle 
That's their, their solution. Solution right? here would be to stop eating meat. Stop. Oh yeah. In fact, Bloomberg did a did a piece a few weeks ago that said if you're struggling with inflation, eat lentils and put your dog down instead of getting your dog life saving treatment. That was their plan for it. All right, we're gonna take a break. We come back, the final segment of the AK Show. Can you stand it? 888-344-1170. This is the Andrea K Show on AIM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea K on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. I, I think this next story might have to be... Here, a nominee for here of the week because I'm already laughing. <laughs> I didn't think I was going to be able to laugh in tonight's show because I got some bad news beforehand. But <laughs> do you remember which story this is? Uh, I know exactly which story you're talking about. <laughs> okay. By the way, then we're going to do here of the week and stink of the week. Do you have a here of the week or stink of the week? 888-344-1170. Okay. <laughs> California woman. This is according to... Not the bee. Okay, so this is not the bee. That Babylon bee does parody stories. This is real story. This is real. Okay. <laughs> California woman falls headfirst into vault toilet while trying to retrieve phone. <laughs> Requires two fire departments <laughs> to pull her out. <laughs> First of all, do you know what a vault toilet is? I was actually going to ask you. I've never heard of that before. <laughs> I've never heard of it before. It's a portageon. Now, I thought a vault toilet might be like a bigger one because this was at like an, uh, a, a national forest. So I thought maybe, maybe porta potties or like, cause you know how there's smaller ones and then you'll go to like a big event like Mardi Gras yeah. or like Jazz Fest mm-hmm. and then they're really big. They'll have like an even wa- hand washing station inside. I'm thinking that's what this is, right? <laughs> but you know that the seats up here and then there's a whole lot of ugly down about three feet down, right? Okay. So. This woman, an unidentified woman, oh, please show her picture. An unidentified woman in her 40s was using the facilities. She dropped her her phone down there. Now, what would you do? You know what inside of these, I will do, I will do a whole lot to avoid going in. I would consider it a loss. (laughs) Exactly. Instead. I'm walking back into it to to T-Mobile. That's it. Instead, she decides to try to get it out. And when it doesn't work, the first time with her leash, or she tries to use the dog leash, right? I don't know how she was, I don't know if she tried to use like the, the hook at the end with the, the handle or whatever. When that didn't work, she decided to try to lower herself down into it using the leash to retrieve her phone. She ends up falling in. Somehow the phone ended up surviving. So she uses the phone while she's inside of it and calls for help. Dials 911. Can you imagine being the 911? I want the release of the 911 phone call. I want to hear this phone call of this woman that she has lowered herself down into a potty. I mean, what do you say? Uh, yeah, what do you say? <laughs> for uh, immediately, you know, this is a Biden voter, right? I mean, do you think, do you think anybody in a MAGA hat would have gone down in there to get this phone? I mean, are you kidding me? But then if they don't think if it's a Biden voter, this person would have had the had the mask on. Or maybe that's why this person thought she was protected with a mask. That's what it was. She had a mask on. Right. Or maybe she was good. She thought she was good. So the authorities, they come, they get her out of there. They're like asking her, does she need to go to the hospital? Because clearly she's been exposed to like 
some sketchy, you know, uh, bugs. And she says no. And they, they after getting her out, um, they actually, they hosed her off. They washed her down. <laughs> They encouraged her to get medical attention, but she was so embarrassed that she wanted to just go home. <laughs> this story just tickled me so bad. <laughs> um, okay, so that's my nominees. On a serious tip, my hero of the week is Judge Mazzell out of Florida, who lifted the mask mandates on federal transportation. Uh, Runner-up stink of the week is L.A. County that decided to defy that order and actually tried to force riders of uh, mass transit in L.A. try to force uh, masks on them. But my my hero is the week. Ron DeSantis and actually, I know the story's not played out yet, but actually Elon Musk for standing up for free speech. Mm. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, DeSantis is my runner-up because of what he my my hero is the judge because of what she did for the entire country and the movement oh, for freedoms. But DeSantis is my runner-up because he is a hero for what he's done for the citizens in Florida, and it was really disturbing. He did the right thing in removing special privileges from that corporation after the billions, if not trillions, right. of dollars they have made. There's no reason for them to have special pri- privileges, particularly when they decided to try to take while taking advantage of those special privileges try to um, destroy the people's will and the legislative process. And it came as a shock to me today to see Jenna Ellis, who was an, an attorney for Trump, actually get into a battle with our friend Kurt Schlichter, who is an attorney, trying to trying to say, typical re- Republican rhinos, this is a woman who's supposed to be MAGA, right? And she's criticizing DeSantis by saying government should not be retaliating. Look, there is nothing in the... It, she's trying to act like she's got the constitutional position. Show me. I'm not a comma JD lady, but show me. Ms. J, where it says in the Constitution that any corporation has the right to have its own government set up. The government gave them that privilege and the government had a right to take it away because they didn't like how they were trying to treat the citizens of Florida. So she's a runner up for Stink of the Week. I think we have some audio of a real serious a Stink yeah, of the Week. Yeah, this is, I think, the Stink of the Week for both of us. So um, let's get back to Eric Adams. This, this, this mayor who spews, who is a Democrat, but he spews conservative and Republican talking points. At the end of the day, we have a name for someone like this. And this is someone we call a right? Because of, whoa. he's a yeah, whoa. black man and he's a white man in blackface and a very conservative minded white man. By the way, the word that he used is a C word um, that I had heard as a child in the Deep South. And by the way, his definition of that word is not what he described and that he should have been immediately removed from that set. There is no outcry for the fact that this Black Lives Matter activist used a racial slur that is only one step past the N word. And it was absolutely shocking to me. And nobody's talking about this. Nobody. Nobody on MSNBC. That's got to be that's got to be my my stand of the week. Because that's, you know, here at a time in which we've got so much racial division in this country to have, we've got the CRT being pushed out to have that kind of, um, th- that attack on, on somebody. And that's such a racial, that's racist, you know it's racist, healing. racist. And it just goes to show the Black Lives Matter is not about black lives. It's about their Marxist ideology. They don't like Adams because he said something pro-police is what he said. And he, he pulled back on the defund police movement, Right. All right. Hope you guys had a phenomenal week this week. Hope you have an even better weekend. And we will see you on Monday at 6 p.m. Pacific time. Love you all. Peace out.
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.